The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. At R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast, we're going to talk about the wide receiver corps, or really the receiving core altogether for the Denver Broncos. And if Denver needs to be bolstering that in the draft, maybe free agency, what's the plan moving forward? We're going to talk about that today on the podcast. But first, our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits Chef Andrea Varela, and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair is just tremendous. Go on over there to Tap 14 and the rooftop, of course, in Rockies season this year. They're catty corner to Coors Field. Be sure to go grab the candied bacon. That's my favorite. And then, of course, all the nachos and all that good stuff over there at Tap 14. Tap 14 on the web. Spell out the word 14 for me. Tap14.com. That's tap14.com. I want to get into the Broncos wide receiver situation. I got a couple tweets and text messages wanting to know why we aren't talking about the Broncos wide receiver core more and how this is a weakness. That's what it was worded to me. Weakness. And and I could not disagree more when it comes to this Broncos wide receiver core. I don't think they're a strength by any means, but many asked about drafting a wide receiver with that number 10 pick overall. And of course, the name that everybody wants to talk about is DK Metcalf at Ole Miss, who had that ridiculous combine, ridiculous combine guy ran, ran a four, three, three. Uh, bench 27, his body fat, his, his BMI, his body mass index or whatever it is. It's like it's like 1.9 or something like that, which doesn't even seem healthy at that point. He's like no fat on him. He literally has like no fat. Like I want to recount. It's unfair that he is that fit. But anyways, he's a physical freak. He's 6'3", 228. He has massive arms, massive hands. He's just kind of your your prototypical physical wide receiver freak. And he kind of propelled himself to the top when it comes to this wide receiver crop in the NFL draft from the combine. Now, I want to remind you, though, there's some pretty darn good wide receivers. Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma, who smaller hands, smaller player, more kind of electric Um playmaker type. Get the ball in his hands. That's what they wanted to do in Oklahoma. And of course, that proved uh, 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 that proved very, very successful. 75, tu- uh, 75 catches, 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. And that was just in 2018 alone. Parrish Campbell, a great wide receiver. The Buckeye. A.J. Brown, who plays next to D.K. Metcalf. I mean, there's a ton of uh, Debo Samuel and North Carolina. There are great wide receivers in this draft. And I think more importantly, that's what really should influence Denver to not pick wide receiver so early because it's a luxury pick. It's a luxury player at a wide receiver position. I'm going to assume Emmanuel Sanders comes back healthy. And I'm going to assume it because of this. He, A, has already come back from a serious injury just last year at very much his age. Two, he is not the type, and, and, and I don't want to get 
you know, medical stuff, you know, confused with the severe reality of it because it was a serious injury. But I have to imagine, just guessing that his style of wide receiver is not as affected by that kind of injury as if he were a Demarius Thomas, okay? Demarius Thomas, big wide receiver. That's a lot of body to labor up and down the field constantly every single play. Different from Emmanuel Sanders, smaller guy, kind of electric, bouncy. He doesn't have the speed like he used to. He never was a burner, to be truly honest. This is a guy who plays on 100%, 150% every single time, and this is a guy that, just by watching his social media, is very dedicated to his body. Very dedicated. And I, I'm in full belief that he will come back, maybe not at the same Emmanuel Sanders that is 80, touch, 80 catches, 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. Let's be honest. He's 32. He was never going to be that. But they can get a productive year out of Emmanuel Sanders. I'm in full belief. And you drafted Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton to be the next wave post-Sanders Thomas. So it's time to move them in. We believe Cortland Sutton's going to be that guy. I mean, and, and quite frankly, Joe Flacco plays perfect into what the Broncos want to do with Cortland Sutton. Just drop back and throw a deep. Because this Cortland Sutton kid has special deep ball skills. I have, I have firmly believe, I have seen enough in practice and in games he has special deep ball skills. He may not be the most polished wide receiver, but special deep ball skills. That's going to play perfect for Joe Flacco. Deshaun Hamilton, great route runner. We didn't see him break out as much as we thought we would. I actually thought he should have got more playing time. He did not. And then we'll see what they have in Tim Patrick. And in a tight end group that is going to be utilized more, the hope is that they stay healthy. So, by all means, I'm not saying this is a strength, but it's also not a weakness. And I don't know if you need to be going diving for high-profile wide receivers at the number 10 overall pick when you can select somebody of more importance and value somewhere else. Because, again, it would be very much a luxury pick. It would really be a luxury pick for the Broncos if they went wide receiver at 10. They have far more weaknesses that they need to fill. Now, wide receivers who are out there as far as availability. We just brought up a name, Demarius Thomas. Don't know if you want to go down that route. Don't know if it would ever happen because there were some choice words said by Demarius Thomas when he was uh, signed by Houston. Uh, I believe Pierre Garçon is still available. And he is he is certainly getting up there in age. He is 33. Garcon certainly could be one of those guys. Maybe that you think, and this is where I think you target, is, is a veteran who um, is a veteran who comes in, is not expected to be the first or second wide receiver, but a role player. Because, yeah, it does kind of drop off after that number two spot. But again, tight ends are going to be involved. And and quite frankly, this is a Broncos team that, when was the last time they had a bona fide number three wide receiver? Cortland Sutton was never that at the time. 
When was when was the last time they had a two uh, that was playing the third position because they were so stacked at wide receiver? I don't even remember the last time. I guess with I guess with Peyton Manning, like yeah, Peyton Manning's going to turn all these guys into superstars. Like okay, let's take the Peyton Manning era out now. The Brandon Lloyd Javon Walker time, like it it's not that often. It's really not that often. So it's not like they they're just decimated at this wide receiver position to where they have to pick a guy at number 10, like a DK Metcalf. I I think DK Metcalf is the perfect example of just a shiny ball that's in front of you. And look, if Denver ends up going with him, he's certainly going to be a an electric addition to this team. And he solidifies the wide receiver position for years to come. But I don't know if it's the biggest need. It just feels super luxury position that you just don't need to be dabbling in because they need defensive line. They need linebacker. And quite frankly, they still need a quarterback too. I think if if Scangarello wasn't installing that offense with zone blocking and, and utilizing tight ends more, Joe Flacco wasn't the quarterback who favors tight ends a lot. We've seen that before with Dennis Pitta, Todd Heap. Then maybe we look more at wide receiver, but this is the year for the tight end for the Broncos. And it's time for them to step up and stay healthy. And and look, hopefully they don't go with injury. It's unfortunate because they can't control injury, but there isn't so many years to where the Broncos can just keep stringing this along. They have to find somebody who emerges out of that room, stays healthy, and and says be done with it for anybody else who doesn't. And I and I, I think there's a lot of potential in Jake Butt and Jeff Hireman, particularly as a one-two combo. I don't know why we have to have one or the other. Let's do it as a combo. We'll see who emerges. But I think they're fine in the receiver corps. I really do. Would I like to see them bolster maybe some depth? In the fourth, fifth round, sure. First round, eh, not so much. So again, big thanks to our friends over there at TAP14. Also want to say hello to our friends over there at Bespoke Edge. That's BespokeEdge.com. Big thanks to them for supporters of not only the Broncos Blitz podcast, but also Mile High Sports and the Mile High Sports mobile app that's free for Apple and Android. Be sure to go check out articles on the Broncos, whether it be breaking news, player coverage, profiles, interviews, discussions, debates, all at Mile High Sports. Dot com and the new Mile High Sports mobile app. You can find that at milehighsports.com. It's milehighsports.com. See y'all.